0: When your brain and your body are relaxed, you're open to wonderment, you're open to joy, you're open to play. These things are not accessible when you're scared. Welcome to the Liminal Zone Alchemist, the podcast for when you're stuck between the patterns of your past and the pull of your purpose. I'm your host, Sally Hardy, and each week I'll be challenging your understanding of what it is to be a human in the modern world. I'll help you free your innate genius from the socialized shadows, reconnect with your inner knowing, and lean into that pool, letting your purpose guide and support you with ease to the impact that only you can make in the world. Okay, get comfy, set your brain to curious, and let's get on with the episode. This is a really important thing for you to know. You have a brain, and you have a body you think that this bit is what you're in control of, your whole brain, the planning, the action-oriented, the imagination, the, all of those things is your whole brain. But it's not. It's not. 4% of your brain has that in it, has the planning in it, has the what-to-dos in it, has the, all those of oh, the imagination, the creativity, 4%, the rest of your brain, of the rest of your brain is all of the hardware that your system came pre-programmed with and the stuff that got loaded in your early years, your early stages of life, the unconscious stuff, the strategies that enabled you in a very best evolutionary sense to survive to the age that you're now at, that you can be here listening to me. Once you get stressed, it is not the 4% that clever, planning, imaginative, creative the part, the prefrontal cortex part of your brain that can make really critical, smart plans about the world. It is not that part of your brain that's in control because as soon as you get stressed, your, your body, your neurobiology, its job is to create this new boss in your brain. And this new boss is the 96 of the other percent of your brain, the unconscious part of your brain. This is why when you're stressed, you go back to old behaviors, old programming, the hardware, the early years that was programmed on top of it. This is why you go back to old behaviors when you're tired, when you're not well, you begin to turn inwards. You believe that things aren't working, whatever it is that isn't working, it's not working because of you, because of what you're doing you believe that there's a right way to do things. You search for that right way to do things in someone else's way of doing things. Because when this part of your brain is in control and it is not something that you have paid attention to, you don't understand the language that's coming through from your body that is firing up this part of your brain. So the looking for things in other people's way is a search for safety, but you're looking for the safety in somebody else's social model. This part of your brain, this 96% unconscious part of your brain has got to unlearn all the shitty social programming that it picked up in those early years, that it inherited for you to feel confident and stand tall and show up how you want to show up in this world Using this part of your brain, this part of your brain has to feel safe. If this part of your brain, I know, listen, I'm laboring a point here, but this is really important. If this part of your brain does not feel safe, then it is in control. It's when the body and brain communication sends messages of safety That your prefrontal cortex is running the show, that you can design the life that you want to have. Listen, you've got a head and you have a body, but if you cannot tell what the messages coming from your body to your brain, the signals that are coming through, if you can't tell because you haven't unlearned all the crappy social stuff long enough to trust the messages, to even sit with the messages and hear the messages, if you haven't learned, what those messages mean, then everything sounds like danger. Because believe me, when you believe that you are disassociated, what you're disassociated from is the understanding, the clear, clean understanding that allows you to see the difference between real danger and perceived danger. Because whether you are listening or understanding or not, this communication is happening. That is how you blink. It is how your heart beats. These thick neural pathways exist, whether you want to admit them or not, they are there. But if you are disassociated as in this part, you're like, oh, I don't understand that. My body is a scary place to be. I don't understand the messages that are coming through, so I'll push them away and I'll ignore them. If you aren't working as a complete team with your body as part of it, your unconscious mind as part of it, and your prefrontal cortex, your clever, clever critical thinking part of your brain, if you aren't working as a complete team, it's because you don't know how to. We're not encouraged to serve self, to know self. We are encouraged to look outside of us, to somebody else's way of doing things for the rules. But if you aren't working as a complete team, because you don't know how to, you are going to feel permanently at the mercy of the world, at the mercy of the information that comes into your body, that your body makes mean something and sends a message to your brain that makes mean something that you aren't aware of and you are not in command of. You cannot unlearn the shitty stuff if you don't even know what's there in the first place. If you're only working on your mindset, you are working at 4% capacity. 4% capacity. You have a whole team and you're focusing on one player because you don't know how to manage the other players. You don't, this is not a criticism, you, we don't. We don't as humans know how to be human, how to manage the whole team. We're told that one player can win the game. And sometimes that's true. But you know what what happens when one player is playing for the whole team? They burn out, they're exhausted. Because not only are they playing for the whole team, but they're playing someone else's game. So here you have a skill set. You have your fucking unicorn you. And rather than leaning into the unicorn, you're playing somebody else's game with 4% of your brain. And your body is always communicating with your brain. So even if you aren't fluent in the language, it communicates, it is having an impact on your life. It's just the way neurobiology and biology works. It's not your fault. It's not your fault. We've been trained to listen to and trust the demands of things outside of us over ourselves. So we, from a super young age, have been borrowing the mental models of other people and internalizing the mental models of other people and society. And those mental models, for the most part, are designed to serve somebody else. But as soon as you are alarmed or triggered, and your central nervous system receives a message in, as soon as you're sick, or tired, receives a message in that it tells your unconscious you're in danger. Whether you are or whether you are not, it doesn't know the difference. It doesn't know perceived danger from real danger. Because it's never been in a position to sit with any of the messages coming through to relearn what those things mean. The stressors of childhood are running your life. They're reacting to the world from a dysregulated central nervous system. So you can't understand the messages coming through because you're too scared to sit with them. You can't soothe for those messages in a way that actually speaks to them. So this part, this 4% of your brain, is not able to influence the 96% because it's not in control when you're in, in a state of fear. Fear keeps you stuck. You can't learn when you're scared. This means that you are constantly a victim of circumstances because your body and your brain will perceive them as a threat. The only language that your unconscious is fluent in, if it hasn't been tended to, your central nervous system, if it hasn't been tended to, is the language of danger, largely from social stressors. And its response, its reaction can be disproportionate, throw you well off where your intention lies. You can have an absolute terror of displeasing somebody or conflict that is conversational or having an opinion or speaking up or taking up space. Just even considering it can put you into a tizzy and it's not even reality. This is not your fault. This is because your body and your brain doesn't know any different. And guess what? All of those perceived dangers make you even more stressed when you judge them. You are less in control of managing your mind because if you're being judged, then the next step is you're chucked out of the tribe. So let's say you're an entrepreneur. You aren't signing clients. Scarcity overwhelms you. You're you're in this position where your status is challenged, your ability is challenged. All these things are challenged. Social stressors are challenged. You believe that there's a right way and it's not this way and boof. Your unconscious is running the show. I'm not doing it right. It's me. I'm wrong. I'm broken. There's something wrong with me. There is nothing wrong with you. You have received messages through your entire life that there is a right way. It's somebody else's way. You have to be productive. You can't rest. Busy people are effective people. Blah, 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 fucking blah. And it's absolute goddamn nonsense. Because as soon as you don't fit that stereotype, as soon as you are outside of the standardized norm, you're fucked. Because your brain and your body in combination are thinking, shit, this is it, we're not going to survive. Prefrontal cortex shuts down. It's not its job to do clever, clever, witty little imaginative thinking when you're being chased by a tiger, which is what you are perceiving. There's no difference to your brain between reality and imagination. Are you hearing what I'm saying? It is a very real possibility for us to go through our entire lives as a human being in abject fear of fear and without unlearning the unconscious strategies that we have here your unconscious mind can't establish what's true can't establish real from perceived danger and actually it's right as far as it's concerned with its level of learning to point you in the direction of "This is danger, you should stay small, you should please people, because that was your best chance of survival. Sit down, be quiet, shut up, say the right thing, blend in. Not because that's what you actually need to be doing in life right now, but these are the strategies it learned. Your whole team loves you, and it wants you to thrive, to thrive, not just survive. It wants you to feel safe. That's why this whole thing is happening. It's this construct of safety. It wants you to find your purpose, follow your purpose, be open to the unexpected and the wonderment and the play and the joy and the ease of just listening to your team members and playing the game that you want to play with each of them, having their own roles. They all have a part to play, not listening to it. I mean, think of it like Think of it like you go to France and you don't speak any French and you walk past a group of teenagers and they laugh and they point in your general direction. Your brain is going to flip out of that. Your brain is going to be like, oh my God, I've got something on my shirt. They're laughing at me. Or maybe they're, you know, what are they laughing at? French kids are so mean. Oh, you know, if you already live in France, choose a different country somewhere that you don't know the language. But that whole idea of when you don't speak the lingo, everything feels like a threat But if you spoke the lingo, they might be talking about anything might be happening. They might be rehearsing for a play. They might be talking about when one of their friends walked the same path that you just walked. And that's where they, I don't know, said something funny or did something funny. And they're remembering the story and laughing. But what your brain perceives is based on something that it does not understand in the first instance. Because it hasn't had the opportunity to learn what safety is by being heard. So it's going to push a message to you. And if you don't listen, it's going to push harder and harder and harder. And that activation is going to build up and up and up. And your prefrontal cortex is going to close down and down and down. Our brains have a negative bias, a negativity bias. It's their job to see perceived danger, to keep us safe, better safe than sorry. Our early years, our evolution, has encouraged us to see danger better safe than sorry. But I promise you, it's better to be safe, actually safe, than sorry that you've missed your whole fucking life, scared. The Sovereign Safety Masterclass is a guided process. It's designed so that you can be in communication with yourself. It's where your, your whole team gets their say, gets their place. You get to understand the language. They become, you become your own best ally. You learn how to be at home in you, in all parts of you, and have communication with all parts of you. And the self-belief that you get from knowing that you create your safety in your home, and then your home reflects it back. You don't need your home for safety. The self-belief and the self-trust that you gain by having the clarity of being able to generate your own inner safety allows you very clearly to understand when real danger is there, when it's an actual thing. And having those two things separated is such a fucking relief for everybody because you don't have to worry about the dangers that aren't real. And you know that you can trust yourself to cope with the dangers that are real. You can unlearn all of the shitty stuff. You can rewire. This program goes from neuroscience and neuroplasticity and and mindset work and like all the stuff in between, right the way to fucking Oracle cards at the end of it. And do you know why? Because when you haven't got to worry and be safe in a socialized way the whole time, everything relaxes. And when your brain and your body are relaxed, you're open to wonderment, you're open to joy, you're open to play. These things are not accessible when you're scared. Listen, listen, please hear that. Joy, wonderment, the universe, none of that is accessible if you are scared because all of your pre-programming is going to tell you that you're in danger and you need to get the hell out of whatever situation you're in. Sometimes that's accurate. A lot of the time it's not. Learn how to tease these two things apart so that danger is actual fucking danger. Pay attention to it. You are exactly as you are supposed to be. There is nothing wrong with you. There is no flaw. There is no... There's nothing that needs to be corrected. You are perfect. And you're hiding because you're scared. And I get that. God, I get that. And I will not let you not hear this. It is really, really important for you to see the inner unicorn as a safe thing. And that's, like I said, that's a term I use because when you go through this process, of unlearning the shit and leaning into unicorn, then you have wonder, that's where the magic happens. And what better reason to get out of bed in the morning? This is so important for the world to be as you would love it to be. You've got to have an inner team that supports you to be how you want to be. You're designed to be you. Everything is here to support you please hear this. It's really important. It's really important. And I don't want you to wait to do this, to have this wonder and this ease in your life. You've heard, you know, you've got everything you need. You have a prefrontal cortex. You have an unconscious part of your brain. You have a body that is sending messages and you have right here with me, the guided process to get the whole fucking team on board. I know I'm ranting, but this is, this is really important. As soon as you know this, you can teach other people this. As soon as you are regulated, you can help co-regulate other people. This is for you, but this is also for the world. This is really, really important. Please hear me. You get to open up to the future that you want to have. All it takes is this part of your brain, this 4% right now going, do you know what? She's right. This is important. This is important for me. This is important for my whole team. This is important for the world. This is important. You are so exquisite. I need you, you need you, the world needs you. The more people who live fully expressed, the better the world is going to be in a non-hierarchical, judgmental sense. You can't, we cannot evolve as a humanity if we are stuck under fear. You're supposed to be here and you're supposed to be here as you. I want to see you, I want you to be you. And then you too get to rant like me. <laughs> I love you. You're here. Lean into your purpose. It's what we're here to do. If you enjoyed this episode, and I hope very much that you did, don't forget to hit subscribe so all future episodes get automatically downloaded to your listening platform. And come hang out with me over on Instagram. My handle is at Sally Hardy underscore coach.